Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with clinical certified hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner, author, motivational speaker, and wellness coach, Angela Meyer. She specializes in empowering people all over the globe. For over 20 years, she has worked with people of all ages, backgrounds, religions, and professions. Angela has been voted the best hypnotherapist within her areas for the past 12 consecutive years. She has received several awards and has supported people with various addictions, traumas, mental health issues, fears and phobias, and general life situations. She has successfully healed and faced the challenges addressed in her book, The Undetected Narcissist, as well as her podcast show. Angela is passionate about teaching people about the polarity of human beings. Enjoy this interview. Well, first and foremost, thank you for taking a minute out. And and I want to hop in to your life before we get into, you know, hypnotherapy and being a writer and a motivational speaker and a coach, I want to kind of get to what we've lived through the last couple of years, which has been COVID for the two plus years. How did you survive through that time period? And how does it change? Has it changed the way that not only you live your life, but the way that you approach business? Business wise, it's been a lot more challenging. I honestly have to say because the bulk of my 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 clients was in person and so that had to stop and and i mean people just were afraid to you know go in in person and there was that whole telehealth thing like if it's anyone in the healthcare profession you have to wear a mask so it did impact my my business in that area but in another way um it, it's going to sound weird. It was sort of a godsend for me because it, uh, um, during that time, my, I was dealing with some PTS stuff and so was my kiddo. And it gave me that opportunity to, um, write the book that I did, which was, you know, kind of, you know, was, it was, was a good opportunity for me to do that because things got slow. So there was a blessing in one hand, but then, you know, otherwise it wasn't so great because, you know, lack of, you know, income and lack of um, clients. But it did open the door for um, more online, um, you know, service stuff to happen. So that was, you know, beneficial in in that area, that arena there. Um, But I've noticed there is... um, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, so um, there's a lot more competition nowadays than um, there was 10 years ago, you know, 20 years. There was a, a lot less competition, and, and people now more embrace meditation. I mean, you see it on Time magazine and all these other magazines, you know, meditate, meditate, um, so... It's it's been interesting. Let's just um, put it that way. Hope that answers your question. It's, it certainly does, and I want to kind of get into exactly what you do for a living. And I think the best way for everyone to understand is I'm going to put you in front of like second or third graders at a career day at an elementary school, and one of the kids looks up and says, "What do you do for a living?" How would you explain that to them? How would I explain it to them? Is I would I first. I, um, I'm an excellent listener and I sit and I listen to people's problems and everyone always, you know, everyone always has something to say. 
And what I do is I help you solve that problem. And I really help you understand yourself better, understand how your brain works, understand how um, your body, your nervous system works. But then I also give you tools so that you can live a better life. And when I say a better life, I can give you tools that will help you calm yourself down, how to solve problems, how to communicate with difficult people, how to have more compassion and more kindness towards another person, and to recognize the signs when someone's really struggling and they they need help, but they don't know how to ask for it. So that would be the best way I would describe it to a little kid is that's what I do. So when you were in the third grade, what did you dream about growing up and becoming? <laughs> what did I? Yeah. Um, I wanted to be a singer and a dancer. I did. I really did. I wanted to be, and, and I could have been because I had so many people tell me, oh, my God, you have such a great singing voice, and, and I won a few dance contests. But... When it came to singing in front of a group of, like when I was in choirs and I had to take the test and sing, um, I would literally break down crying and shaking. And so there was, I can sing in a car, I can sing around some of my friends, but if you get me out to karaoke, I'm literally shaking, but I can do it and I sound great, but it's, it's weird. But then... I can get in front of a bunch of people and I can do a presentation and I can talk about stuff and I'm totally fine. I don't know what the difference is with singing and just public speaking. No fear of public speaking, just fear of singing. So obviously things are different. Are you happy with how everything turned out? Oh yeah, I love what I I love what I do. I, I really, really do. And everyone that meets me is just like you're so good at this. I mean, I've had some people say you're the best at what you do, and I have been voted, you know, the best hypnotherapist for the past 12 consecutive years for Sam Morgan, um, and I've gotten um, some awards and stuff. I, I really do love what I do because I look at people as we are so unique, and you can't franchise a person. You you really can't. And so that's kind of my story is I used to work at um, Positive Changes Hypnosis. That used to be a franchise. And my district manager was Michael Porter, and we were like, we became really, really best buds. And he said, as soon as I learned about your, you know, your spiritual side, it was like a cherry on top of the cake. He's like, I've met hundreds of hypnotherapists, but no one like you. And when he knew what I was doing, he was like, that is so unique. And and so he said to me, you really shouldn't be working here. You need to start your own business. And the best way that he described me working with clients is he says, when you go to McDonald's, you expect the same exact Big Mac or, you know, whatever meal you're going to get. But you are a person that will say, ooh, I have this secret sauce that is perfect for you. You're going to love it. And he said, you can't do that when it's a franchise. So he actually gave me $500 worth of software to um, start my online business. He said, you can't talk, you can't say hypnosis for, I think it was like, um, on certain products for so many years, you can't say that because non-compete. And um, 
and he helped me. He completely helped me um, start my own business, and it was um, it was great. It was the best uh, opportunity for me, and so um, so I had no regrets. I really I, I love what I what I do, and and everyone is unique and and different, and just putting you know putting that together for someone. I look at it as you're building a, a cake and some people like chocolate, some people like vanilla and it's really finding, listening to that and putting something together that's going to be unique. That's really going to change your life. So let's go back to your childhood, you know, kind of where you were born and raised and all of the seeds are planted early on. What were those seeds early on that were planted into you to become who you are today? That is an interesting question. I would have to honestly say um, there was lots of trauma. I mean, my mom was in a trauma bonding relationship. My dad was narcissistic. And um, and the worst thing, and it, it's interesting when you say that, because I actually wrote about this, is I became such a good listener because he was the one that would always pull me aside and tell me all his problems, all his problems with my mom. And I would just sit there and I would listen to him. And then I would say, well, do you want my advice? <laughs> Here it comes from a kid. And I would give him my advice. And it, it, was, it, it, it just became a pattern because I remember even working um, – in an office building, I used to work for um, Fetzer Vineyards, and one of my coworkers said, why is it when anyone in the office has a problem with anything, they don't go to HR, they always go to you, and you sit and you listen, and, and you give them great advice, and they leave. She's like, what is it about you? You're not a therapist or a counselor. You know, you're just a, you know, administrative assistant. What is it? But I've just had that unique ability, I guess, of listening to people and caring about people, you know, whether I, you know, don't like them or not or don't like what they're doing, you know, I'm I'm, I'm able to not be judgmental, I guess is the best way to, to put it. And I have so many people say that about me. It's just, um, I, I say that's probably one good quality. So every day we wake up, get out of bed, we're motivated to do that. And then we have things that we want to do with our day and our lives. What is it that motivates you through your day? What do you do? What, what drives you? What do you look forward to? I look forward to connecting with people and having a positive impact on, on a person's life. And it could just be, you know, walking into the grocery store and smiling at someone and, you know, saying, you know, hello or good morning. And that's the quality that I have to say I've really noticed a lot of people stop doing. I mean, in the older generations, you see someone walking down the street and you acknowledge them. You know, you nod your head and you say good morning or good afternoon. You know, you're you're courteous. And I don't see that in a lot of people nowadays. And so I look at it as, no, I'm going to do that. And when I do it, to, especially to someone that is older, um, they really appreciate it. They, like, really light up and they say thank you. And, you know, they're nice because I I believe in showing mutual respect and common courtesy to, you know, other people. And when I see one having a bad day or struggling in my mind, I bless that person. You know, I bless you. I hope you have a great day. I hope, you know, something good happens to you. Even though I know I should not talk to them, I'm, you know, just wishing good upon that person. 
So that's what motivates me is just being a positive difference in this world. When you get to the end of that day that you've had, how do you quantify a good day? How do you look back and say, that worked out, that was a good day? I would say just this feeling of being content and, and satisfied. Being content and satisfied and, and, and just um, knowing that I um, am making a positive difference in this world. I, I, would, I would say, you know, for me. What has been one of the best client fan responses you've ever gotten for the work that you've done? When someone has said, you saved my life, or you totally transformed my life, or when someone says, I wished I would have met you 10 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, or 40 years ago. Um, I think those are the, the best um, compliments, you know, I've, got, I've gotten from people is how I've made a huge impact or, or some people have said, you know, I wouldn't be alive, you know, if I didn't meet you. Comments like that, you know, mean, mean a lot, you know, to me that because, you know, a lot of times when people are struggling that bad, they don't, it's really personal and private, but when they share how you really change their life, you know, for the better because they were thinking about, you know, self-harm or stuff like that. It, it, it really hits you deeply. So the other thing that really kind of propels us in our lives are the heroes, the people we look up to. Who's been a hero or a role model for you? I mean, there's lots of people out there. I mean, I have to say who I really appreciate his work right now is um, Paul Siegel. Hopefully I'm pronouncing his last name right. Um, but he channels stuff, and I love his channeling work. And his stuff actually really, really helped me when I was, you know, going through, I would say, my dark passage. They call it, was it the dark soul of the night? To me, his work was my savior because I was dealing with a covert narcissist, which is one of the most dangerous ones you can deal with. And um, and still, you know, stay true to myself and true to what I do and not let that person destroy me. And so his work really, really spoke to me and it resonated with me on the path and the journey that I'm on and my purpose and all of that. So if you could meet one person alive on the planet right now, who would it be? Who would you love to meet and talk to? One person. Oh, I'd love to talk to him. Oh, Yeah. I love to talk to him because um, what I find so interesting is when he challenge when he's channeling they um, they'll say Paul's interrupting right now or Paul's interfering and it's just it's interesting because it's like there's that human side of it um, you know in that in that aspect where he. He has this ability to channel, but he's, um, he still is confused by it and puzzled by it and has questions by it. And I, and I love that perspective of just showing that, you know, he, he's human. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, your clients, that you ultimately live your life. Yeah. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'd have to say my perception of myself is I'm a very unique human being. And my, um, I would like to see more people sometimes have the, 
I don't want to say the outlook that I have, but to where we're just kinder to each other and more humble and, and, um, and that we really stop and we listen to people and, and we're patients. And, and, and so I, um, I would like to see that. And, and, you know, we, we, we know when, um, yeah, it's hard to describe myself, but I, the, the best way that some people have described me, and it sounds weird, and it took me a long time to embrace this, um, but I heard it from at least five people, and I was like, okay, fine. But some people have said that I'm a saint. And I know it sounds so weird to say that, but some people have said that about me. But when I read the definition of what it means, I was like, yes, that is me. And um, because I did have, you know, a... Terrible things happen to me, but I can still be kind and loving and sweet and compassionate, and I don't let it ruin me or destroy me. I actually pick myself up, and then I tell people, this is, you know, I be vulnerable. This is what happened. This is what I learned, but I don't let it destroy me. You know, everyone can have resilience. So That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So if anyone out there wants to learn more about you, your services, anything related to your world, where's the best place for them to go? They would have to go to undetectednarcissist.com, and I have a podcast. It's under the same exact name. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. It's Angela Meyer, U-N. And so, um, and there's lots of stuff on there because my... And my book's on Amazon. You can find the book on Amazon. So, so I, I have that, you know, that opportunity for people as well. Excellent. Angela, hey, thank you very much for opening up, taking time out today. I really appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Have a great 2023. Thank you. You well, and have a blessed day. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, healthcare, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.